Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Gresh and Fourier. Hauser with Milton on him. Three-pointer flies. It's good! How about Sam Hauser? A game-tying three. Well, forget what I said, that they don't have a guy who can just elevate and knock one down. Sam Hauser just did. Andy Gresh. Bucks win it in overtime. 36 for Giannis. The winning streak is 11. And they are a half game behind the Celtics for the best record in the NBA. Drew Holiday delivers an all-star worthy performance. 40 points. 17 in the fourth quarter in overtime. Christian Fourier. Saka turns and accelerates out of the Boston zone. He's got Pasternak right. Pasternak drops it to McAvoy. Closes. Pasternak scores! Any way, any time, any how, they do it! Gresh and Fourier right now. What Dr. Presti does is he removes about 100 hairs and ships them to a company called Hair Clone in the UK in the... Oh, fudge. On W-E-E-I. Into the final hour, Gresham Fourier, 103. I'll get into the uh, question about Jason Tatum that I was going to ask an hour ago and then, well, kind of drove it off the exit. Drove it off the exit ramp and found out that Fourier's got a second brain full of earwax in his ears. Apparently, it's uh, it's more common than you would think, Rush. Uh, the uh, the well again, care. It's not hard. Q-tips, very easy. No, I'm telling you, any ear, nose, and throat doctor will tell you not to do that. I sleep. I, with, I get it. If it I it, sleep with earplugs every night, so I clean my ears every what do you morning. You sleep with earplugs. You sleep with why? Who's snoring that you need earplugs? Uh no. Is my, your wife snoring? No, no, no. My wife has to have whether it's like the TV or like something on her phone on the radio or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just uh. like, nah, I'm out. Really? I, what I, if somebody I just, sneaks in your house? What happens if like there's an intruder? What are they gonna kidnap me? I'm the biggest one. Hey, go get the other guys. Let's get this guy. We yeah, can't seriously. Carry him. And how do you, you know hear what? your alarm? And, uh, yeah, that's how do you hear your alarm in the morning? No, I, I hear it in the morning because, believe it or not, a lot of times at 5.30, I just wake up. Mm. Even on Saturdays, 5.30, I wake up. Mm. I, nothing just, I can do. Hold on. It's just one of those weird th- <laughs> Yeah, like, boom, done. I'm six hours <sighs> on most nights. And then maybe if I need to hibernate a little more. But, no, I hear the alarm totally fine. <laughs> And it's the whole fear of knowing that you got to get up. Like this is the athlete's fear. Remember when you had morning? Sure. Remember when you had morning runs? Dawn patrol. Yeah, or dawn patrols when you yeah. screwed up. 
but you'd have to be like, oh, you got to be down in the field house, 545, boys, get ready to go by 6. You don't want to be late. She'd wake up an hour before and be scared to death. Hmm. Anyway, the Celtics lose in Milwaukee in overtime, 131-125. It was with the, uh, hell, forget the second. It was with the second and the third string guys, right? 131-125 is the final. No Jason Tatum last night, right? No no Tatum. So it looks no nobody. Like, it looks like no Tatum tonight. I'm going to run to Twitter and see if there's any update, but I know before the game there was the announcement of, hey, Tatum's not going to play in this one, and then I, he's announced to be in the three-point shootout and all that kind of stuff. So is there a problem if Jason Tatum misses these two regular season games going into the All-Star break and then shows up on All-Star weekend? You know, normally I say, yes, there is a problem, but it is weird the way coaches handle their superstars in regards to this All-Star game. It's like they don't want to wear them out. They want to give them a break. So instead of allowing the All-Star break to be the break, they give them a break before the actual game. I would say this is not the time to be chancing uh, losses, right? Like, I don't think you should, you're in the position now. Mm-hmm. You just lost to Milwaukee. They're a half game behind you. I do think this race is going to come down to the end. So I think you need every possible win you can get to guarantee yourself home court advantage throughout the playoffs. And he's not like he's 32. He doesn't need the extra break. Like, so Marcus Smart, obviously, why bother? Jalen Brown, obvious issues. I would even say Al Horford. Looks like Al Horford is going to play. Why bother? I don't think that guy benefits from it. I mean, if he finds you want to play him, fine. But Tatum is a guy that should be out there if he's physically able to play. He should be out there unless he has some nagging injury that you just don't want him to deal with it toward the end of the season and into the playoffs. So let's take advantage. Yeah, but he's going to play in a basketball game. But is it really a basketball game? The score is going to be 220 to 215. You know, the three-point contest, he's just laterally moving from, you know, right to left, left to right, and he's shooting, and you want him to shoot anyway. Terp just said something in my ear. Terp, what was that again? The Celtics said Mike Muscala is out? Yes, Mike Muscala is out, and Derek White is probable. So who is your starting five? Well, I was going to say, I know that last night Joe Mazzulla was asked after the game about Tatum, and he kind of did the, well, you know, they announced that before, and it's almost like he left it open-ended as if, Maybe Tatum could end up playing tonight or something. Terp, are you seeing he's anything? He's not listed on this, so he's he not on playing. the injury. He's report? not on the injury report. Yeah, because I know last night there was the thought that Tatum wasn't going to play. I I wonder if he's in there tonight because of what we just mentioned. That Al Horford's off it too. Al Horford is off the injury report. Correct. Robert Williams is the only big on there with questionable, and so with Muscala and it says right, right ankle injury management for him. And we already know that Jalen Brown's going to be out. His face is broken, and Marcus Smart's going to be out again. So and D White is out. Well, and it's interesting because I know that Tatum didn't. They they said Tatum didn't travel to Milwaukee. Okay. And I thought if he was going to be out for multiple games, maybe they're just not going to make a pregame announcement. I have no idea on this. But I do wonder if in the back of Jason Tatum's mind it is the, hey, you know, I'll take the Milwaukee game off. I'll play against Detroit. I'll play at home. And then it's off to the All-Star game. Because if he plays tonight, then people don't have a bitch. And I know you were in the middle foyer of the, well, you know, this game is really different and is it really a game? And... I know that in years past, 
if you missed a game or two going into the break and then you played, or if you were like out for two weeks with an injury and it was, well, good time upgrade for the All-Star game and they played in the All-Star game, and you ended up lingered. catching some hell yeah. for fans and stuff well, like or that. Or you came back and you were still, that's the worst look possible. So you take time off to heal a nagging injury. You play in the game. You play fine, but then you're still missing games because of the nagging injury. So it's almost like you waste potential days to heal up. To me, that's doing your team a disservice. Uh So I don't care what you're into. I don't care how important it is for you to get the exposure of the All-Star game. It doesn't make any sense. You still get credit for an All-Star appearance. You're just not playing in the game. It's like the Pro Bowl. Like if if you're a if you don't play in the game, you're still listed as a Pro Bowl or just somebody's taking your spot. What does it matter? I'd rather not go. I was just looking because Terp smarts off the injury report as well. Yes, Marcus Smart not listed on the injury report. So there's a chance that he gets Smart, Tatum, Horford, Horford, Time Lord. D. White is probable, as you said. Now, Derek White stayed behind in Milwaukee to get his, I think it was his left ear checked out. He was having a hard time hearing out of there, and apparently the team flew back after the game. So who knows how that all went. And again, a flight from Milwaukee to Boston is no big deal. They're pro athletes. What about Brogdon? You so say Brogdon's no, out? No Muscala. No, Brogdon played like 40 minutes yeah. last He's night. not listed on anything. Okay. So if Marcus Smart is back, that is huge. And to Terp's point, Normally, the Celtics have been pretty good in terms of, like, the the pregame injury report and all that stuff, sort of putting on there who'd be in, who'd be out. Uh, Because the the betting line, I think, and I want to check it again, I I thought it was Celtics minus eight. Yeah, they were giving eight this morning. So, uh, just trying to check it right now. Oh, of course they, uh, of course they, hold on, I got to refresh because I I did our, I calculated our odds for the, for the parlay. So now I got to see if I can get this to refresh. But basically, it's like Celtics minus eight. And now I kind of understand why. Um, actually, on Sportsbook Rhode Island right now, it's locked. So it makes me wonder if there's going to be either a line move or an adjustment or getting the injury information and then maybe reposting the line a little bit. Uh, but look, the bottom line is the Celtics have a game tonight. And I guess if Tatum plays, then. All right, if he plays tonight, then there's really nothing to complain about going into All-Star Weekend. But if he sits tonight, there will be those who will be like, oh, yeah, you missed the games that matter, but you're going to play in this All-Star thing. No, and I'm I'm in that camp. You need every win, right? What what are we doing? Like, if, you, if, if the regular if, season needs to be important to you, for the only reason is if, if you had, like, the lead that you had earlier in the year. So what happened with the Bucks is – you were like they were number one, and you were number two, and then you kind of gained some ground. Then sure as heck they go out and win 10, 10 games in a row, and then they beat you head to head in overtime. Now they're a half game back. I do think that is a serious, I don't know, situation that you need to kind of pay attention to. The last thing you want, and especially with Joe Mazzula being a first time head coach in the playoffs, you want that last game to be at home. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing. Like let's not. Let's not like act like it's not important. Like, yeah, we'll just do the light switch thing and just turn it off and on when we're ready. That doesn't work. Doesn't work. Secure your best opportunity, even going in to the NBA Finals. Don't you want home court for the Finals if you do play in the championship? Don't you want that too? Well, of course. And and that's why I think uh, while last night was important, you knew you were going in shorthanded, but also 
Isn't it really about where you finish at the end of the year? I mean, if the number one seed is the goal, you're still in great shape for that. So, I, I you know, if if you look at the long term, I think you're still, again, you're where you want to be. Yeah, yeah, Milwaukee's pretty good. They were going to be a mid-50s win team, just like you hoped the Celtics would. And, yeah, might have been nice to be able to steal it last night, but I don't think it was going to necessarily tip the scales because, well, you know, once this All-Star breaks over, there'll still be, what, 27 to 30 games left, depending on uh, really which team you're talking about. So, all right, so the Celtics injury report is kind of clearing the uh, – now I got a little intrigue going into tonight's game against the Pistons because the Pistons are not very good. Uh, but we know they're one of those teams that's young. you got talent. They can be a bit of a pain in the ass. But if you're going to tell me I might get uh, Marcus Smart back and I might get Jason Tatum out there, all right, all right. Now I got a little – and now I got a little more vested interest in this game tonight uh, against Detroit. Today is the day that uh, pitchers and catchers report down in Fort Myers with the uh, Red Sox. We've got some Alex Cora audio to uh, sort of get through coming up. I guess we would say a lot of uh, Red Sox-related things are going to be coming your way at 617-779-7937. Somebody just texted in saying Celtics are up to minus 12 on FanDuel right now. So, you know, Terp finding that injury report and that news kind of coming out a little bit. Oh, yeah, here we go. So uh, it felt like on, like, Sportsbook Rhode Island, they were tweaking the number. So I know earlier when we looked at it, it was 8 now, at least on Sportsbook Rhode Island, it's Celtics minus 11.5 and minus 650. Because I think there was the thought going in, Tatum wasn't going to be available for both. Now that it seems like he's going to be uh, potentially in tonight, now we see the uh, betting lines react accordingly. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. The bases, they're the bases, you know. Wait till you see them. They look like a, like a pizza box, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I get it, four inches, that's huge. Well now, yeah. Alex Cora. Yeah, sexy, sexy. Hiya, hiya. What is he really talking about? He's got a low bar, I'll tell you what that. What kind of sweats is he wearing? 123. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourier learned about uh, uh, the uh, gray sweatpants theory from uh, our... Well, Courtney, really? Yeah, yeah. Courtney was the one. And I, I never it. knew that was actual, like a thing. Yeah, but looking to see which way the uh, crayon is pointing with yeah. the uh, gray sweats. Apparently, nevertheless, that was Alex Cora talking about the bigger bases in big league baseball. Now, I don't know if you happen to see this because sometimes the internet will lie. <laughs> yeah, were there actual pizza boxes? Uh, no, but what someone did was they took, I think, what looked like the size of a pizza box and actually made the base that big and put it out there as if this is the new base, which was like more than double the size of the original base. Yeah. And a lot of people were falling for it and being like, oh, my God, I didn't realize this is what baseball was talking about. It's not that much bigger. Uh, it's not pizza box size. But it's definitely bigger than the traditional bases that we're used to. Uh, it was just really funny that after Alex Cora said that, the internet sort of took over and kind of did their thing in terms of coming mm-hmm. up with a with a picture that was. I haven't just seen it. Ridiculous. I've seen a, I, I've obviously seen all the you know all the, everything else like the for some reason the you know the pitch clock that is everywhere the horn that is blowing just all the. You know, all the like just the the new things that these guys are going to be reconditioned to get used to, right? And the pitch clock is the most important thing. That's what I think. The the bases, on the other hand, I think it may be kind of interesting how it actually all plays out. Like, what's so there's the difference, right? I'm showing Fourier on my laptop. However, and I, by the way, you can find these in my likes at the real Gresh. And then there was someone who did (laughs) who did that. that. Okay, yeah, I get it. I get so it. somebody went amok. I'm good with, with either one, to be honest with you. Yeah, that that giant base that's like three times the size of yeah. the old one is uh, is a little much. However, there were uh, there were people that were uh, taking the cheese on it, and you're right. Like I really think it is much more the the pitch clock. You know, listen, Kenley Jansen is now the closer of the Red Sox. He is like molasses in January type slow. Really? Oh, he is known as one of the slowest workers in the game. And uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to sort of see how it does affect spring training and how it affects certain pitchers. Because I think for some guys, it's just going to be, all right, fine. What are the parameters I'm working with here? Fine, I'll adapt. It's a pretty easy transition. The young pitchers will be fine. I would think so. I think for... You know, those older guys that kind of take forever to get on base. And I don't exactly know the whole ins and outs of how they would uh, maybe make it work. But 
I figure there's going to be a lot of stepping off the mound or, well, yeah, but, you know, uh, but, time out. I got to adjust my, you know, nards or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, that's important. Try to find a way to naturally slow the game down. But then again, I don't know how much of that stuff they're going to take out. Or maybe more importantly, if there is something legislating it, how stringent will the enforcement be? Because someone like pass interference has always been in the uh, NFL rule book. Uh, but this year, it's a... We're going to emphasize it this year and make sure we call it. So what sort of leeway are they going to give the players in terms of adjusting to the new stuff? What type of leeway? Yeah. Zero. Zero leeway. Mm. Hold on. I thought we were just kind of getting used to it. You, know, you have like two months to get used to it. You have, you have an entire spring training to get used to this. But come on now. The thi- what? You know as well as I do that there are there will be... There will be a couple of umpires that will be super hardo about it. And don't you think there'll be a couple that'll be like, hey, man, let me give you a warning. Like, I, le- I let you go on that one. Don't do it again kind of thing. Well, I do feel like you need it's like a strike somebody zone. other than the umpire like regulating it. You're going to need a third party because... I guess, well, I guess there's enough on the field to kind of, they are all, even if you have like a possible check swing, they're the first base coach, or sorry, the first base ump or the third base ump, whatever, you know, they're all calling balls and strike also, check swing at least. The thing that I think is interesting is that this World Baseball Classic, all these guys leaving from what, like, which is March 7th or March 21st, um, I don't think they're doing these rules. Like, I would think this is, like that's an obvious, a big chunk of time, I think. I got to be honest with you. And I love baseball, and I, you know, we'll see what the Red Sox do this year. You couldn't sell me on the baseball classic if you tried. I mean, I just can't, I can't get into blocks of players from different countries coming together to play something that means what? Like, at least. What do you get if you win? You get a trophy, right? That's been created by Major League Baseball, basically, right? I, ah, with the Olympics, you're coming together and you're at least fighting for medals and there's something to it. Well, they don't have baseball in the Olympics anymore. No, I understand. But my point is, is that when you're getting, because this is really based around, let's rally around the countries, right? Mexico, Dominican, however they're going to handle, right? U.S., Netherlands, whatever, all that. I, 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 great. That's the Olympics. In the Olympics, there is that kind of country pride and that kind of stuff. But, like, for me to sit there and watch a manufactured sort of baseball classic that you're telling me that matters versus me kind of feeling that it might matter a little bit, like, are we really going to be like, hot damn, let's go. Call Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Here we go. Oh, because... They because the U.S. wins the World Baseball Classic, like we're gonna you know we're gonna celebrate it like we should all be parading around. Yes, we're the best baseball players ever. Like no, no it doesn't. I, I, I can easily say. I, have you yeah. ever even watched it? No, I, I I have. You know what it is? I I gave it a chance. There's not a chance in hell because of March seventh. Well, that's right when when like uh, March Madness starts. You're going to have a lot of basketball games. You're going to have lots of lots of like inventory of things that you can watch and bet on that you know something about. But the World Baseball Classic is not one of them. I just thought it was interesting that they actually – because I never thought it was appropriate 
for the Olympics with hockey, like the Winter Olympics, where you're going to shut the entire season down to let these guys leave for, I don't know, two and a half weeks or something like that to go play hockey for the Olympics. So you shut the entire season down, an entire sports organization, you shut it all down. Because it benefited so, them. But it, but it doesn't, does, it benefits whom? Like it bene- it benefited, hockey, NHL? Yeah, yeah How? it benefited the How sport. How does it benefit? Uh, oh, I saw, you know, TJ Oshie, whatever that dude's name is, like in a shootout for Canada. Well, that's, well, you know what? Honestly, you kind of hit the country that went Canada. It's Canada's game. Yeah, blame Canada. And no, but in there, that's a big deal for them to win that Olympic gold medal. Whereas here, it's just kind of like, oh, all right. Oh, we won the silver. Great. When do the Bruins get back going? I think it. I think it's viewed differently. By the way, World Baseball Classic will start on Tuesday, March 7th, and end on Tuesday, March 21st. So you get a couple of uh, weeks of uh, Baseball Classic or whatnot. But let's get back to Alex Cora because, uh, well... Uh, Evan Drellick has written another book on the Astros scandal. So, of course, that came up yesterday when uh, Alex Cora was talking to the media. And apparently in this version or this latest version of the Astros cheating book, there are some quotes in there attributed to Alex Cora that apparently aren't very friendly or very good for him. Let's put it that way. And Cora was asked about and said, hey, man, it's 2023. Do you have anything you want to say just to kind of set the record straight? Do you take exception to anything that was... I, you know, like, like I said before, man, I've been talking about this book, the, this whole situation for three years. I've been very open about it. So, you know, my focus is in next year. You know, obviously the timing of this is kind of like awkward, right? But uh, it is what it is. I mentioned a few years ago, you know, that there's going to be books and there's going to be stories, maybe Netflix, you know, in a few years, you know, like Megan and Harry, right? But uh, as of now, you know, like, I don't want to comment, uh, you know, like, my focus is in, in the Red Sox, my family, and uh, keep moving forward. Is it hurtful to you personally to have that come out all this time later? You know what, um, we talk about it, right? You know, I think uh, it's always hurtful because I, I have to go back to the kids, back to the family, back to my daughter. You know, this is coming out. We got to talk about it. But uh, I don't want to say they're, they're used to it, you know, but I've been open with them about the whole situation, and they understand that stuff like this is going to come out, and uh, we just got to keep going forward. You know, uh, I made a big mistake in 17. I'm paying the price. I'm still going to pay the price, but at the same time, I got to keep moving forward. I cannot live in the past. Listen, I, 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 as far as, like, scandals go, I'll call it a scandal, whatever. Even though everybody was doing it, it was widely accepted, except if you lost. Um, nobody handles a situation. I think nobody has handled this situation better. Yeah. I think every single time. He has no choice. If he goes the other way, he's screwed. So he's talking about this. So everybody's kind of reacting to this book uh, by, uh, what is it? Is it Evan, Evan, Evan Drellick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and let me just read you uh, a couple paragraphs from the book. And you tell me if it even matters to you at all. Okay. okay? Uh, because it's, it does feel like, oh, now there's a video. Now, oh, it's worse. Now you kind of hear quotes that he was saying. He says, uh, it said, uh, so Cora, you know, boasted to the Red Sox about what he did in Houston. It said, around their new team, Cora and Craig, Craig Bjornson, the former Astros bullpen coach, 
who took the same role in Boston, would occasionally talk about the Astros sign-stealing from 2017. Even Bragg, sometimes late uh, in a late-night setting, Drellick wrote, said especially when they were drinking. Of course, like who doesn't boast when they're drinking? I remember the Red Sox says, we stole that bleep, we stole that bleeping World Series, Cora would say, and his comments would shock some people. We knew the Astros did sign, did, did it also, another member of the Red Sox says, because Alex Cora told us, he said that when they played the Dodgers, we already knew what everybody was throwing before we even got on base. We didn't have to get on base. And everybody was like, what the hell does that mean? Big deal or no big deal? Like, honest to God, big deal or no big deal? Part of the reason it's no big deal is because it's been handled. It was adjudicated by baseball. And Alex Cora served his time for this. And that's the part that really gets me is, did Alex Cora make a mistake? Yeah. Did the Astros make mistakes? Yes. Should Major League Baseball have done more? That's kind of up to everybody in terms of how you interpret the egregiousness of what they did. Here's what we do know. Alex Cora was a part of it. I don't know whether it was he was the number one guy, the number three guy, the number five guy, or someone just along for the ride when it came to it. But he was a part of it. Comes here, loses his job over it. Let's just be real. Al Score didn't get fired because he's incompetent. Al Score got fired because he got caught up in this. And they let him go. And they clearly brought him back. That To me, there's an element of time served here. Whereas... When you think about, let me just use Spygate for an example. It doesn't feel like Bill Belichick gets anywhere near the constant barrage of either questions or references to what happened with him versus what has happened here with Alex Cora. And Alex Cora has actually paid a price for it. Like Bill Belichick got fined. Great. He's worth $50 million on the low end. For him to write a check for whatever the number was, it makes it worth it. Alex Cora got let go, and he got somehow let back in the door, maybe once you could say once all this calmed down. And, Christian, that's the thing for me. There are people out there who maybe haven't necessarily done worse, and they've paid less and they don't hear anywhere near about it the way it keeps seemingly coming up with this guy. And at what point does everyone look at it and say, he did it, and he screwed up, and he made a mistake, and now hopefully there are things in place to where it doesn't happen again. But it's not like the guy didn't serve some penance for what he did. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's why I actually commend him for his ability to not lose as you know what. He doesn't just shut it down either. As a, a, a $10 shake in the Twitch chat was like, Core will at least answer the question. BB shuts it down immediately. But still, like just because Alex is more friendly about it, it it keeps coming up all the time. And it's and it's more than just having Drellick writing another book. I I had um the only reason why this is even addressed is because of the book. That's it, you know. So somebody gets the quote, the book is released. Hey, let me get a comment, and they're probably bummed out that he says the same thing. So you, I, I thought that you know, would people if they read the actual some of the quotations and some of the the source material about 
how cavalier he was, how like arrogant he was almost about it. The whole it, organization it, it, was. I would say, I mean, it was, everybody was, I, I hate to say everybody was doing it, but I say everybody was doing it because it was almost like this, hey, uh, we're just doing it better. And sign stealing has been going on for years, and somebody just found a better way of doing it that they that really benefited them, other than the other teams. Can I redirect your thought Go just quickly? It's not maybe necessarily that everyone was doing it, but it sure as hell feels like everybody in baseball knew it was going on. I don't think every organization did, but doesn't it seem like now that we've learned about all the sign stealing stuff that there were people on other teams? Like even a hold on a texture here. I uh, said, I said, so uh, Kike Hernandez that uh, told Drellick this butthurt Dodger. I don't use that to besmirch Kike Hernandez, but the texter makes a good point in that. How many people do we now hear from Yankee players to Dodger players or whatever being like, yeah, we suspected something was going on. And that's why I say to you the whole maybe everybody wasn't doing it. But there were a lot of people in baseball who were automatically suspicious, or dare I say, even knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I just feel like these, like you know, it, when it, it comes to secret, when it comes to Cora, he has been real diligent and consistent with his message. Says the same thing over and over again. Here comes a follow up. Same thing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, here comes another follow up. Yeah, you're right. He kills it. He squashes it. Bill, in his own way, squashes it also. I've already talked about it, already been there. Here comes the follow-up. Already talked about it, already went there. Right. It's done again. You write what you want to write. We're moving on. In the words of David Culley, we're moving forward, and we're going to move forward. That's right. We are done skiing with forward. it. That's it. We're going to move forward, and we're moving forward. I would just walk around with a mic with a little recording of that. But, no, to me. We're going to go forward, and we're going to go forward. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's what he should say. I, I, somebody send that to Cora. Somebody send that to him. Just say that. He doesn't need it. He, I, I think he. I, I think it's a again, little overkill. I feel like okay, we really gonna like. When's the? And he's right about the Netflix special. Oh yeah, he it's coming. Uh, of course, it of is. course, and Drellick will be front and center. And who this? Who the horror of what was going hey. on? You guys should be really, really upset. I'm not at all. I'm not at all. I well, I was in the moment, but I'm over it. I'm more worried about Chris Sale. Here is Alex Cora on the latest with the Red Sox <clears throat> number one starter. Chris is doing well. Uh, he's throwing a bullpen tomorrow. I think he's throwing, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's uh, Wednesday? Wednesday. I think he's Wednesday, Saturday, hitters next week. So, so far, so good. I love it that he already doesn't know what day it is. When, you, when we used to talk to him during the season, Golly. he did not know what day it was. It was like me last week. I thought it was Thursday when it was only Wednesday. I mean, that's like he doesn't get it. He's already tied into the long ass season that is and will be for the next five months. Oh yeah, and even longer than that. Yeah, they hope six month season, and you yeah. got February as well. And now everybody is uh, trying to get back and settled in down in Fort Myers. Uh, all right, so here we go. Red Sox season is, I guess, technically off and yep. running. And on Friday. Our great close personal friend, Louis Merloni of Red Sox Radio, will be with us on Friday to not only talk about the new rules, maybe we can do a little baseball classic and uh, get some thoughts from uh, Lou. We need, a, we need a tickle truck for Lou. We oh, have to find the baseball's version of the tickle truck. we got to write that down out. on yeah. your notes. It's in. So it's in. Blocked it away. It's like, no, your, it's like your alarm. Hold on. I do Blocking not, it away. I do, you don't trust me? I do not trust you. Hey, it's your, Lou. 
<laughs> Just like uh, week one. Hey, Terp, uh-huh. I'll come up with all the songs on Fridays. I don't need to anymore. Oh, it's Friday? I like, it's like, I what I did with Terp was basically like a kickstart for an old, like, st- uh, manual car, right? I just jumping into into gear and you drive away. <laughs> That's, what it was. That's what it was. I kind of jumped him. I jumped turf. I'm only laughing because Billy turned his chair and started shaking his head. That was fantastic. <laughs> Are You Done brings it home next. WEEI. WEEI. New England Sports Original. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Crash and Fourier. Are You Done is brought to you by Unified Office. If you run a business, you know the rough impact the labor shortage can have on your customer's phone experience. Unified Office specializes in keeping businesses from losing income and customer calls and revenue. Learn more at unifiedoffice.com. Billy Lanny, are you done? I'm not done. Real quick. So uh, I don't know if any of you guys are fans of uh, Cadbury cream eggs. Disgusting. I do, not I do the not, mini eggs, but the cream eggs. I'm Disgusting. Not, not into the cream eggs. However, those ones filled with caramel. Okay, oh. yeah. So they do the caramel oh, one. Now. It looks I, like earwax. I would. No, it doesn't. It does. It's disgusting. What Sorry. is wrong with like you? It looks, it looks gross. It's like what melted is? earwax. Oh, All right. So oh, they're any, not a sponsor, uh, are they? They have no, Not yet, anyway. <laughs> we'll see what happens when Easter season. Yeah, I was just going to say, damn it. I'm Christian Fourier for Cadbury caramel eggs. <laughs> right. So we got a UK man who's facing two years in prison after pleading guilty on Tuesday for stealing nearly 200,000 cream eggs. Worth so nasty. Worth worth $37,000. $37,000? $37,000 worth of Cadbury cream eggs. Wait, didn't we have a similar story where some dude stole a bunch of, I don't know what it was, something similar, stealing something that- Was it the lunch lady? The lunch lunch lady stole the wings. Yeah, so this is the same category. Pretty good for you. So they stole- Yeah, I couldn't finish it. I couldn't land it, though. 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs worth only $37,000. That's That's under 50 cents an egg unless my math is off. Yeah, the West uh, America police dubbed the candy-coated caper an extravagant thief. (laughs) Was that? Who was that? That was the. Uh, the <laughs> that, that, that was the, the headline. The, the, really? West, the, the West America police dubbed it that. I tell you, all the things. Extravagant I, thief. I give them credit. Like they're getting creative. Like what can I steal that no one's going to suspect? Nobody's really paying attention to. Like you can't break into banks anymore. Like everything's digital. So, so he, I, he cut through the gate, knew where the trailer was, threw fake license plates on it. Uh, they spotted him. He, you know, turned himself in, recovered the sweet spoils after easily cracking sweet the spoils. case. This is clearly an organized criminal matter, prosecutor <laughs> says. Wait. You don't just happen to learn about a trailer of that kind of value being available. It's an inside, it's, it's an inside, so it's job. An inside job. It's like the well. Lufthansa heist. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so they only, exactly. all they so did the, is the, uh, they just took clean the, up your tracks they so just, you're going to get offed. They took the truck, Billy, and yeah. just changed the freaking license plate. Changed the plates. They didn't even take the stuff out of the truck. No, they took well, the they, same truck and no, just they changed the license. They needed to get it. Yeah. I think they would just cut the bolt and then like put it in, like I don't know, another getaway car that wasn't easily identifiable. Tonight on the BBC News, an extravagant robbery yep. here this evening. An extravagant death. Extravagant. It is an extravaganza next on the BBC 200, News. 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs worth $37,000. How many pounds is that in terms of $37,000? We'll have to... We'll have to get our uh, pounds to money calculator out. I assume, Are you done? I'm done. Are, 
Are you done? Are you done? We the article talk. had the money symbol, so I'm assuming that they already did the conversion for us. I got it. Very good. Uh, Terp, are you done? I'm not done. So we talked about it, breezed over it earlier. Aaron Rodgers about to enter his darkness retreat, and he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday and explained the whole bathroom and bathing process. So here's what it sounded like. Before you turn the lights off, you get a good mental image of, of the room. Make sure you know where... The is and where the bathtub is. and I think it's a bath in there too, right? Not a shower? I believe so, yes. Okay, is the water just always in it or how do you know? I think you just run the bath like a normal bath and then, and then drain it at the end. What about poop? Are you taking a bath after every poop? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, because that's a big part. Oh. Being able to see is a big part. The only of weird thing though, that, is it not weird though to take a and then and then take a bath? Got a bird bath in there. This guy is a lunatic. This guy is crazy. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's ridiculous. He just, like, imagine if he is the quarterback for the Jets. Imagine that. And that market, <laughs> with that goofiness, with that way of thinking, just all the weird, like, they just want a winner. They're so hard up for a winner. Can't you just be really good at football? Is what you were born with. Can you just stop with the stupidness? I mean, Mad Dog, you be going crazy. Can I get a quarterback? Jeez. That can help me get blackout drunk after a Super Bowl. God. Not go blackout after the season. Back after this. How about how about him saying to use the bathroom after the bath? I don't. I don't know. Who does I, that? I, I you you do it before. Oh, probably this guy. You do he does it before you take ears. a shower. He does no. everything backwards. First of all, you do it before you shower. Who takes a bath anyways? Okay, you want to bathe in your own filth. You take a shower. shower. And then you put the shower hose right up, and you get your own, make your own bidet. Oh, so what yeah. is the bath exactly, though? Because he's not quite sure what it is. So, like, what is it? It's like a, like a, I'm like I don't know what it is. It's not like a, like not gonna put a full bathtub in there. Again, this is he's such an idiot. And like, where do you go for this? Like, you just we can do it here. It. No, we can do it here. No, we can't. <laughs> Who would last the longest? We can have Mingles make a dock room for yes, us. Yes, of course he could. That guy can do it. That guy is a modern-day MacGyver. Yeah, but then somebody's got to leave a slop bucket in there. And apparently done. you heated up your food at one, and there were complaints already that it stunk. It was, it was, it was turkey. What do you mean it was complaints? Turkey and... Turkey. Onions. There you go. Right. All right. There we go. <laughs> I took the onions and, off. And you though. know what? And Ryan and Ryan just reacted in the other room. So hey, he's going to come in here and give you a savage. Oh kick no! Right to your. He's going to give you a Judy hey, chop you know, right to your throat. You know what I should really do is I should dig some <laughs> earwax out right now and put it all over the keyboard for oh, Mega. All right. There you go. Go ahead. Put it, on, put it on. The, put it done? on the mouth. Are, are Hold done? on. Why did we say? Let me give you my. Ah, can oh, you Lord. All right. That is it for I'm us. Done. There it is. <laughs> that is disgusting. What is wrong with you? Tomorrow, Andrew Raycroft <laughs> will talk hockey with Terp. us. More out of the mind of Fourier. And, oh, this uh, is going to include Billy. We'll have, a, uh, we'll have a Celtics game to react to and put the first half of the season to bed. Turp and Billy produced it. If something went wrong, blame them. Jones and Mego are next. Fourier and I will see you tomorrow, maybe, at 10 a.m. Are you done? You done? Are you done? Okay, okay. Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? Okay, okay. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.